Hello, and welcome to episode three of Quirky Beautiful Life, the podcast about living life just outside of the ordinary. I'm your host, Winona, and I am recording from my hotel room today. And in today's episode, I will be talking about finding your life's purpose or your life's passion, including some conversations with some other folks about that very topic. So let's get started. So here I am in Orlando, Florida for a work conference, a conference associated with the work that I do full time, and it's beautiful here. I didn't bring any of my recording equipment because one, it, you know, I've already packed enough stuff, and two, I want to see all the different ways that I can do this. I want to see if this sound quality is okay and what better time to experiment with all the different ways I can do my show in the early stages of my show (laughs) where I can sort of just say, okay, let me try an episode where I do this. Let me try an episode where I do this. And then as people are listening, they can be like, yo, when you did that thing, that was terrible. (laughs) Don't do that anymore. And so that's great information. So I want to use this time to see what it is that I want to do. And I also want to make sure that I'm going to, I can be wherever I am and still get an episode out on time. That is my goal. So I'm here trying to record in between all of the busyness that's going to be the next week for myself so I can try to get this episode out on time. In this week's episode, I want to talk about finding our life's purpose, our life's passion. I feel like that's really important if we want to live our lives truthfully and and fully. I feel like if we don't tap into the things that really drive us, tap into the sense of ourselves that has always been there that brings us joy, then we spend our lives searching trying to find that thing. We spend our lives miserable because, you know, we know that there's just that one little aspect of something that's missing. And so we try to fill it up with all these other other things that try to emulate this joy that we would find if we could just do the thing that makes us happy. And it takes some time. And in the conversations that I've had so far, I've found that As a creative, and I spend a lot of time with creative people or people who are in creative industries, as a creative person, I think we get more support in the pursuits that we have. So if our drive is in a creative field, if our our pool is something towards something creative, people enjoy experiencing that creativity. And so... It's, it's entertaining for some people. And so at a very young age, when, when you have those people that are doing things that they just enjoy doing, and it happens to be creative, there it brings joy to people. And it's reinforced within them that, oh, this is the thing that I, I should be doing. But, you know, you do have some people who aren't supported in pursuing their creativity. I think I was lucky in being supported in 
pursuing my creativity, my creative pursuits. And the fact that I jumped around a lot as a child within what I was pursuing kind of reflects who I am today. And I don't really have a frustration that I jump around a lot. I do have a frustration that I haven't had the chance to really hone my skills in one set thing, but maybe that's not my path. It takes some searching because what ends up happening is we get all of the noise of the world around us telling us what we should be doing and what we should be pursuing. And it turns into, this is where the money is. This is where the successful people are. And it stops, we stop asking, but what do I want to do? What am I passionate about? And when we stop asking ourselves that question, we don't know how to hear it when we're trying to tell ourselves what that answer is. And so it comes out in little tiny peaks and pokes. It comes out in just our day-to-day lives and we don't even realize that's what's happening. And I think a great method of trying to figure out where your passion lies is in finding the common thread in all of the things that you do. What is it that you keep that keeps you coming back? What aspect of all of the things that you do keeps you coming back to doing it? And there's always just some little nugget, you know, whether it's helping people, whether it's producing shows or productions of some sort, whether it's experiencing life. There's always something that keeps coming up no matter what activity you're doing. So I want to encourage you to sit with yourself and say, okay, what are the things I enjoy doing? What do I like to just to get lost in doing? Or what do I find myself, you know, even if it's the, all of the conditions are miserable, but I'm doing this one thing, I'm, I'm happy. You find that thing. And then you think about the times throughout your life that you've found that thing. Because I feel like it shifts depending on where we are in our lives. And you start to see a pattern. And you start, and then try digging deeper underneath. Like, why was I doing this? Why did I want to do this? Why was I so happy in doing this? And sometimes you have to dig really deep. So you ha- you find the answer to why you wanted to pursue this hobby. And then, you know, maybe you need to dig deeper. Why did, Why was that your answer? And so keep asking yourself, why? Why? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? Why did I do this? And then... Compare it with all the other activities that you've done and all the other times that you felt just truly just happy doing it. And in that comes something that gives you that answer of, oh, because I enjoy helping people. I'm just using this as, as an example because of the conversation that I've had. And then think about all the ways that this one little nugget of information can manifest in your life. And it looks so many different ways, and it doesn't have to look one set way. I mean, because helping people, that is huge, where you can be a doctor and help people. So you could pursue medicine. That's one way. You can be, you could just volunteer for organizations, and that's helping people. You can work helping children. You could be a therapist. You could be a coach. You could be a teacher. There's different ways 
that you can help people. And, and there are different passions that overlap. So two people could have two totally different passions, but pursue the same career or activities because that's how it brings joy to them. And no two people are alike. And so the way that it manifests, the way that an activity will manifest for one person that will bring them joy because it's it feeds that passion is going to manifest a little bit differently. And that's why it's okay if you have the same passion as someone else next to you or if you're doing the same activity as someone else next to you because it's going to look different between the two of you because you each have your own inner drive. So I want to encourage you to sit with yourself and ask yourself, well, what is that common thread? What is the thing that keeps coming up that I ultimately want to keep doing? For me, I came up with, I want to experience life and share those experiences with others. And when I say I want to experience life, it's like one of those things where I want to go out and see everything that's out there. I want to try different foods. I want to see different places and people and cultures and hear just all of the different languages. I I find it so beautiful when I am in a country and I just hear the people living their day-to-day lives and it's... I'm immersed in that. And in sharing that, it's either in sharing it with experiencing it with somebody else. So it can be a shared experience. And you can see how it may be one experience for myself, but then I look over at the person that I'm with and it's totally different experience for them. And you can see that in their eyes and how they're taking it in. And then that gives you a whole other aspect of what the experience is. And then also in sharing experiences, I want to be able to create things so people can have experiences that they can go through that I'm giving them. That's why I lean towards acting and performing and also in travel. So those are the those are the three lines that keep coming up for me. Traveling being on the road and not just like quick travels where I come back home. I just want to live my life out on the road and performing. And so now I'm trying to figure out ways to do that, ways to bring that into my life, into my everyday life. And that, that is my life. That is my career. Still working on trying to figure out how to do that, but that's the goal. And so what I wanted to do, I wanted to not only talk about myself, I wanted to have conversations with other people to see what they thought, to see if they had figured out what their passions are, what their life's purpose is, and how they feel about where they are in their lives. So I asked a few people the baseline question of, do you think you figured out what your life's purpose or passion is? And I wanted to see where the conversation would take us. So I'm going to share some clips from those conversations. And also, I do want to make the full conversations available to you. And so let's listen to these conversations. Yeah, I feel that personally. Um, When I was six, uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight, um, I went to a, a babysitter. 
and it was me and a bunch of other kids with this woman in her house and um, I would write plays direct them and oh, put wow. them on for the for the parents mm -hmm. so I knew at a very young age that I wanted to like create something like a live performance so I think that was written and I'm the only one in my family too that went into this pursuit into the artistic world interesting my mom my dad and both of my brothers are all in computers wow and I was the only one that went and it was like inside of me from it was like age, always yeah. there. It was something that I couldn't, I didn't choose. It was just living inside of me. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I mean, now I'm working for performing arts, and then I'm also on the side producing shows. So I think that in my brain, I don't think I would have been happy if I wasn't right. continuing this pattern and pushing for that. And I understand that I'm a lucky person to feel that and yeah. notice that. Yeah, yeah it's such a young age, too, just to have... Well, you know what? I feel like we do the things that are innate in us at a young age, and we do it, but we lose sight of it so easily because of, you know, the mm -hmm. world telling us, oh, no, these are the things you should be doing. Mm. And so it quiets that little part of our ourselves that says, this is what I really enjoy doing. Um, so it's interesting that you were able to hold on to that and still remember being able to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the little voice in your head being like, I don't know if this is ever going to be good for, you mm -hmm. know, money and security and things like that, but, and, but that, I understand, is just fear is placed on me from the society, as you were speaking right. about. Yeah, I relate to... A lot of what you said um, and I just to kind of echo the I think it does change kind of as you progress and kind of like learn who you are um, I definitely feel like for me personally like I'm in a phase where like I'm kind of like rediscovering myself and like kind of like reconnecting with those things that I really value um, but I would similar to Katie I always knew that I was super interested in the arts or like some some sort of creative pursuit and so like from a very young age like I was always either drawing or I was involved in music in some capacity um, and so I always knew that I wanted to be involved in some way with the arts or with performing arts um, and I've always had some some kind of creative outlet mm -hmm. and it's always um, kind of um, you know morphed into like different like interest within kind of like, like the, the creative sphere anything that i'm doing creatively i'm doing for myself right right um so i can't like it's i love that like you're producing stuff and like you're able to like show it out um but, like i'm making stuff but usually it's like kind of for me at home um but i think that i'm in a phase right now kind of a transitional phase like we were talking about um of how things are changing mm -hmm. um and i think i'm kind of figuring out what that next step is and kind of what that next level of fulfillment looks like. Um, because I'm kind of I'm at the point where I wanted to be a couple of years ago. Um, oh, cool. Like, this is kind of like what I envisioned this time of my life looking like. Right. Wow. Um, which is lucky. Like that is so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, such a privileged position. So what my question is, um, mm -hmm. is, do you think you have figured out your life's 
purpose or passion? I think for the present moment, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm in alignment with where it is now. I think that it's something that is constantly evolving. It has evolved. Um, I think that it's always rooted and steeped in music in some way for me. Um, and the purpose and how to use my my music, which is my craft, in service um, is something that has constantly become more and more clear to me. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, changing world and changing person that I am. Um, uh, so, yes, the answer to that would be yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that? Do you feel at ease with it? What do you think the through line is? What do you think the common thread um, through all of the shifts has been? So the common thread to me has been music. Um, and the, the common Red, uh feels like that the music is, is used in service of some kind, whether it's uh, as an educational tool, um, as, a, as a vessel for, you know, channeling spirit or channeling joy or hope, a feeling. Um, I think that, that that's the through line, uh, seemingly, in, in all of it for me, um, and how I feel about it. Um, I don't know if I feel at, at ease with that. I think that it, it feels like it's, it's, it's the call so to show up to it. Um, it feels more like a call to action, um, more than a sense of, of ease, um, if that makes any sense. The thing that I've noticed has been that those of us that are in the creative field, we have this sense of what our purpose is. And we are able to tap into that. And even though we may not have a clear picture, we have whatever the pool is and the drive. And so we, 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 we go towards that versus someone who's not in the creative aspect of things. They may struggle with figuring out what their purpose is or having a clear vision of what their purpose or passion is. I think maybe because it's easier when we, when we're creative, it's easier on the surface to say, oh, yeah, they're passionate about music. They're passionate about theater. They're passionate about dance. Um, but when it comes to non-creative pursuits, non-creative passions, it's harder to visualize, I guess. I don't mm. know. And I'm, I'm – it would be interesting to have another conversation with someone who's not a creative, but I feel like all of my friends <laughs> are creative people. Um, yeah, I mean, I was even thinking about it, you know, even in the way that we're using creative, right? There's, like, the, the things that we think of immediately. You think of art, you think of music, right. you think of, you know. But for me, creative um, is kind of, like, it expands even beyond those things. So even in things that are, you know, you might – Categorize as non-creative, there's creative within it. You're using a creative part of yourself to pour mm-hmm. into it, you know. Um, anything yeah. where you're tapping into your imagination and creating something that wasn't there before, to me, is creative. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't think of anything really as non-creative. Creative. I just, no, I do YouTube videos and I do... Instagram videos and one of the main reasons why I like to do them is like take share my experience when I went on that date 
with the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she asked me a question. And I was talking, I guess I was talking to her about Toastmasters. And um, she's just like, oh, so why do you want to do Toastmasters? And I was like, because I feel like I'm supposed to tell my story. And she's like, well, why do you think people would want to like listen to you talk? And I said, it was just like, you know, when I was diagnosed with MS... I thought the world was over, mm-hmm. but something that I, that helps me go, keep going is living my life, staying positive, but also sharing that with other people because I know from seeing other people succeed in different ways mm-hmm. that has helped me. So just like, that's why when I went bolder and yeah, I cried because <laughs> it, it was life. But I also want people to realize that stuff like that happens, but, you know, you got to keep going, keep going forward, keep moving forward. So I feel like that's a way of helping, I guess, or giving back or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or even when I think of doing 10 years of queer, 10 years of lesbian, 10 years of queer. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish there was something that I could have watched at age 25 when I first came out and been like, Oh, so this is what it might be like, or something, right? Or just to know that, like, just to let people know that process of, wow, I thought I was bisexual, that was like a negative thing, and then going through that whole process. So, I like my the things that I have experienced, I like to tell people about them so that they know, so that I guess it's because it's something that I wish I would have had when. I first came out or when I was originally diagnosed. The through line that keeps coming up for you is that you like to help people. I do. I think leaning into knowing that just from that little core nugget of information that that's like the the through line that keeps coming back for you. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, how do you want to use that? I mean, I think I wouldn't necessarily frame it myself as life purpose. I would just say I would frame it as my gifts and and what I feel called to share and do and what makes me feel in service of people and and mm-hmm. uh, the joy of connection to people. I think I just use I think I would just use different language, but I think it's all the same thing. So do you think you're more leaning towards like it's about connecting with people? So you connect with people through music, you connect with people through storytelling, you connect mm-hmm. with people through healing. It's about yes. connecting connections for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That to me is a through line and 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 a, a shared experience that, you know, most most of us can can meet. A mo- a place that a lot of us can meet, you know. On those things. It feels very yeah. universal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like something really. That that's the thing. I think when people think about, oh, what's my life's purpose or passion? I don't think it's something that's really highly specific. I think it's very broad, and it gives us the freedom to let it manifest in whatever way it's going to manifest in our lives. And now, what about you? What would your response be? Do you think you found your life's purpose or passion? And how do you feel about that? Let me know. You can send me a voice note by email, winona at quirkybeautifullife.com 
or you can comment on this episode. Let me know. Tell me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Quirky Beautiful Life. Let's continue the conversation. Visit the website at quirkybeautifullife.com and leave your thoughts on today's episode. Or if you don't feel like typing that out, I also have a bit.ly link now. So it's bit.ly slash QBL podcast. So if you type that in, that should take you to the website. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Quirky Beautiful Life. Share your thoughts there. Um, it's still pretty empty there, but you know, we're going to be filling it up soon. And or you can email me at Winona at quirkybeautifullife.com. That's W-I-N-O-N-A at quirkybeautifullife.com. Be sure to come back for next week's episode. And until next time, keep on living your quirky lives. Bye.